Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Labrador Times, the nation's one and only podcast devoted specifically to our favorite dog breed. My co-host and personal Labrador is asleep in her kennel. She has decided to take a little power nap, which I can't say I blame her. So for now, it's just me. Hopefully she'll come out and say hi, but for now, it's just me. I'm your host, Emily Bow, and today we have some exciting news for you in the Labrador community, as well as a treat to get your lab and you psyched about fall. And finally, some funny lab stories from our fellow lab owner friends. So this week has actually been pretty quiet as far as the Labrador-specific news. Although, if you look, you find the most recent stories were of a little labby who swallowed their owner's engagement ring. Looks like that ring just got a little pricier. And a labby who somehow managed to fire a gun and ended up shooting their owner in the thigh. Not super exciting, but... There is another article about our furry friends, which is even more exciting than that. And it is talking about how owning our dogs can increase our longevity of life. According to an article in Science Daily, published on October 8th, 2019, the risk of a heart attack was... 33% lower among people who owned dogs compared to 15% of people who just lived with a partner or child and no dog. Among stroke patients, the probability of a stroke was 27% lower for people who owned a dog and only 12% lower for those who only lived with a partner or child. Now, I'm not saying that we need to only live with our dogs because that would be a very solitary lifestyle but there's a good probability that our dogs are giving us a lot more than we think according to the article the dogs allow us to interact with more people which makes sense because when we go out and walk our little furry babies we have to interact with other people we're probably not the only people walking around on the sidewalks of our neighborhood It also makes sense that dogs would increase our longevity of life because walking them keeps us physically fit, too. Also, it gives us someone else to care for and live for. Having a dog is just a great idea, if you can, of course. If not, don't do it. Spare yourself and spare the dog. But if you want a longer life, think about a dog. And if you want someone to love you forever and ever, think about a Labrador dog. And now it's the moment we've all been waiting for, the treat segment. As we all know, our Labradors love to eat, and keeping them healthy and keeping their weight under control is a huge challenge. That's why on this podcast, the treat recipes that I plan to share with you have certain specific requirements that they have to meet. Number one, they have to be healthy for your dog. Number two, most of the recipes that I'm sharing with you actually 
probably all of them if I'm sharing them with you, have been approved by my own Labrador, and she's the kind that has been known to try to eat rocks and lint before, so she might be a little bit too flexible with her eating habits, but, you know, they're Labrador tried, tested, and approved. Number three, which is also amazing about some of these recipes, is you can eat them too. If it's a recipe involving any amount of dog food, don't try that one, but the recipe that I'm about to share, you can for sure eat it alongside your baby. So, fall treat. In a bowl, place one or two spoonfuls of Greek yogurt. Make sure that it's not flavored and does not contain any kind of sugar, just original Greek yogurt. In the same bowl, add a pinch of cinnamon and a little bit of salt and slice up some apple and put a couple of apple chunks in here. This treat can also be made with coconut oil in it and also be made with honey in it, both of which are super good for your labs. Coconut oil is especially good for them because it keeps their skin nice and moist and we like our labbies to have moist skin, especially given the whole dander issue. So, once all of that is in the bowl, mix it up. You can do one of two things here. If you live in an area of the world where it's still kind of hot, like I do, you can put it in the freezer and you can freeze it, or you can give it to them right then and there this is a treat that they love. Everything in it is good for them. I know most people are like, don't feed your dogs stuff that's not kibble, but occasionally it's good for them to have something else. So this little dog version of apple pie is a great way to get you both psyched up for fall. Also, did I mention you both? You can both eat the treat. What a great way to bond with each other and spend some quality time over dessert. I forgot to mention in the introduction, but here at Labrador Times, we like to provide our community with a care tip of the week. This could be a specific care tip regarding Labrador health, or it could be a care tip regarding yourself and your house with a Labrador in it. So, this week's care tip of the week. This episode is pretty much devoted to the changing season because we are all so excited about fall, especially us here in the western-ish United States because summer is finally over and our dogs can walk barefoot. That being said, fall comes with some challenges for our Labrador friends, the biggest of which being our winter coats are growing back in. I don't know about you, but my lab's winter coat is my favorite because it's so fluffy compared to her spring coat. But our coats are growing back in. That doesn't mean we'll necessarily have more hair while they're growing back in, but we do need to make sure that we're keeping up to snuff with grooming so that they're not shedding everywhere. I recommend brushing your lab at least once a week to try to kind of keep it under control. If you can, get a Furminator brush. I have heard a lot of people who are like, don't use the Furminator, they'll hurt your dogs. If you use your Furminator once a week, once every couple weeks, it won't do anything to your dogs except remove all the excess hair that possibly can be removed by a brush, which 
for our power shedders, you know, is a big deal. This is kind of a two-in-one care tip because with the shedding comes a lot of other consequences, which are especially relevant if you are not the only one living with your Labrador. If you have a roommate or a partner or a child, especially one who does not like the idea of dog hair, you will also probably need to change up your vacuuming regimen. I, to keep up with my girl's amount of hair on the floor, have to vacuum a couple times a week. Um, ideally, if you can, try to vacuum every other day. But being a busy college student, working part-time, going to school full-time, that doesn't always work out like that. Just vacuum whenever you can. The lab hair tends to be the biggest issue for those who encounter our labbies. And unfortunately, that's the hardest issue because there's nothing we can do about it other than keep our labs brushed and keep the vacuum going as often and for as long as we humanly can. This week's antidote is brought to you by your own co-host Labrador, who, by the way, is still sleeping. She does not like to be recorded or filmed or other things, but she loves to have her picture taken. Anyways, this week is about her. So, I am on a college campus that is one mile by one mile by one mile. It's very large, and so sometimes to get to and from our classes, we take transportation provided to us by the Disability Resource Center. Oh yeah, by the way, for context, my lab is a worker. She's also a mix. She's 25% golden retriever, but that's for another day. She's a worker, um, and so, you know, as my service dog, she does different things for me. Anyways, so we will occasionally take transportation through the Disability Resource Center, which we also happen to work at the Disability Resource Center. So yesterday afternoon, we had just gotten off work and we were walking past the entrance of the Disability Resource Center, going back to our dorm, when one of the little golf carts that they use for transportation rolls by because, you know, DRC is their hub, so they're supposed to be there. And my dog, being the natural lazy labby that she is, went up to the golf cart, started sniffing it, and then tried to jump on the back. That was very awkward. Well then, uh, this morning, we were walking to... We were driving to one of our classes on one of the golf carts, and we were within probably 50 feet of the entrance that we were supposed to be off at. And guess who jumps off the golf cart? My girl! She jumped off the golf cart and refused to get back on. Also, she thinks she can drive. She, today, laid her head right on the pedal that the golf cart driver uses to control the thing. And whenever I'm riding in a passenger vehicle, she tries to go to the driver's side and let me get in on the driver's side through that door. So she thinks she can drive. She says to herself, I'm a multi-talented lab. I can do anything. I hope everyone enjoyed this first episode of Labrador Times. 
please continue to come back and listen to more episodes for more care tips and recipes and news regarding our favorite fluffy friends. Also, if you have a lab and you want their story to be featured on our podcast, please email in with a recording or with a text version of your story. Please don't include any pictures or any PDF forms because they are not accessible to me, your host, and I will feature them on whatever podcast you email in in time for. Stay tuned for next week and have a great week and give your baby lots of loves. Have a labtastic day.